In this episode, Ken Schumann and a group of faith walkers reflect on the topic of courage, one of four core values of faith walking principles. This conversation was originally recorded in September of 2021. We want to remind you, Faith Walking's mission is to make wholeness possible for individuals, communities, and the world. Visit us at www.faithwalking.us. Join this conversation. We're going to kind of work our way through the four uh, values, guiding values of faith walking as a ministry. And last week we talked about integrity. And today I want to talk about courage. So courage is one of our uh, values. And it's it's a value for a number of reasons, uh, one of which is, though, that and, and we were talking about this just a little bit earlier when we talked about the fact that this that the work of transformation, we could use that language or, or we could say the work of deep discipleship is hard. And it requires courage to get there, uh, the courage to look deep within ourselves and face ourselves, I think, is a form of courage that we have to have. And if we aren't willing to face ourselves, if we aren't willing to do the hard work, if uh, for me, it's a matter of, do I have the courage to keep pressing in? Do I have the courage to to keep moving forward? Uh, I'll talk about some other uh, areas of courage. I I just want to remind all of us, courage is not the absence of fear. Courage is the capacity to face our fear and act in spite of our fear, in spite of anxiety, in spite of a threat, in spite of a risk. I have the courage to to do the right thing. I have the courage to, to align with the teachings of Jesus. I have the courage to align with my own guiding principles. I have the courage to do what's right and say what's right. For me, that's what courage is. And so I have, I have a, 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 just a variety of random thoughts. So I'm just going give to you, give you what I can. So this is what I'm, what, I, what I'm coming to believe. Courage comes with our growth in emotional maturity, our self-differentiation. So the more differentiated I am, the more courage I can find. So courage comes with emotional maturity. But we can't grow in emotional maturity without courage. (laughs) So which comes first, the chicken or the egg? I don't know. Uh, But so I I have to have courage in order to grow in my self-differentiation, emotional maturity. But the more I grow in my self-differentiation and more emotional maturity, the more courage I have. There there are four things that I kind of believe about courage. Uh, I I talk often about the fact that I believe God has given us already courage. We have it in us. And one of the things I believe is we we are challenged to find our courage and utilize our courage. That's one thing. We, We saw a couple of weeks ago that the disciples of Jesus early on prayed for boldness. They asked God 
to increase their courage. A second thing for me would be we can pray and we can ask God to enable us to find our courage and enable us to grow in our courage. So we can, we, we find our courage, we ask for courage, but also courage is like a muscle that can be grown and developed. The more we practice courage, the more we find we have courage when we need it. And so we grow in courage. We find courage. We ask for courage. We grow in courage. And then the fourth thing that I want to add here uh, that, that is a clear biblical concept is, is the idea of encouraging others. So think about the word encourage. It, it means to add strength to, uh, but, but it's also this idea that my friend may not have enough courage and I can encourage them to be courageous. Uh, I can support them and I can, I can encourage them, which, yeah, encourage. So ask for courage, find your courage. Third thing, Judith, is grow in courage. And the fourth thing is encourage others. So I, I read a little article that I, I want to share three pieces of because I thought it was, it was uh, pretty powerful. The author talked about kind of three things, that, and he uses these phrases. The first phrase that he used was try courage. And then he explains that as the courage of initiative and action. When we're scared to act, when we're scared to take initiative, to, to try something, to attempt something, to step into a new place, try courage. Practice courage, I think is what I would say. And here's what he says, and I, I, I want to I get everybody's attention because this is powerful for me. Trust courage is letting go of my need to control situations and outcomes, but rather to have faith in people. Yeah. So do I have the courage to allow other people to make their own choices, even if I think they're bad? Do I, allow, do I have the courage to not overfunction and fix it for someone else, but allow them uh, the time and space to struggle through that? That's what I hear in that. And, and, and that's why I think it's so powerful. And then the third, uh, he, he comes back to try courage again. Try courage. And, and this time, though, he's talking about the courage of voice. Of the courage to say what is so for me. The courage to raise difficult issues. The courage to, to give difficult feedback or unpleasant feedback. The courage to share an unpopular decision, uh, 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 an unpopular opin opinion. So there was try courage, be bold enough to act, to try things new, to step out of our comfort zone. That was number one. Number two was trust courage, the courage of having confidence in other people and, and not trying to control or overfunction on their behalf, but, but allow them to uh, manage themselves. And then the third one was try courage, the courage of voice, 
to find our voice in, in a variety of ways, to say what's so for me, to, to raise difficult issues, to offer unpopular opinions, to share what I think and believe, even if people don't like what I think and believe. So I'm going to tie that with one other thought, and then we'll, then we'll talk about it, okay? I've got more, but we're, but we're going to stop here. So, so yesterday in my devotional reading, I was back in Acts chapter 10, and we talked about Acts chapter 10 several weeks ago here, uh, and Acts chapter 10 is where uh, Peter has the vision and goes to Cornelius's house. And and the idea, the, the thing that got stirred in, in the devotional reading was that, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use these phrases that, uh, that were in the reading, was that, that God hopes to interrupt our lives and our thinking. That's what he did with Peter. So here's Peter humming along, living his life. And God interrupts him. And God says to him, Peter, there's something that you need to unlearn so that you can move into what I want you to learn, which is something new. But you have to go through this process of unlearning to get there. So all of that, what I mean by that is, so Peter had been raised Jewish and he had been taught all of his life that only the Jews were the insiders. You couldn't even go to somebody's house that wasn't Jewish. And God interrupted that, what he had been taught all of his life. And I, I want to really emphasize how hard it is to change your mind. When you've been taught all your life, this is what you're supposed to think. This is what you're supposed to believe. And Peter, and here's what I want to, I want to tie it to courage. Peter had the courage to allow God to interrupt him. And Peter had the courage to unlearn something that he had known all of his life and learn something new. And I find that really challenging. So in faith walking, we would say Peter learned in his first formation a way of showing up in the world, and God interrupted that and said, Peter, what you learned in your first formation isn't completely in alignment with my design, and I want you to unlearn what, you, what you've spent however long uh, learning, and I want you to learn something new, and I want you to have the courage to now align with this new thing, even though a whole lot of people are going to criticize you because you're aligned with this new idea. And as I, as I, it, that really stirred me, it really moved me, and it challenges me. Am I willing to unlearn? Do I have the courage to unlearn? And I want to tie it to one other biblical word, and that's the word repentance. I keep coming back to it because what does repentance mean? Repentance means to change the way I think and then align my life in a new way in alignment with what I, the way I've changed what I think. And so in essence, repentance is the same thing. Often we as Christians, and I'm going to get on my soapbox for a minute, all right? Y'all just let me get on the soapbox. 
often I find Christians hurling repentance at all the evil sinners out there in the world. Oh, they just need to repent. And we never think that the repentance is ours. Oh, I already did that. I already repented. I repented years ago. Well, guess what? Maybe God wants you to repent now. Maybe God wants you to change your mind. Maybe God wants you to think in a new way and align yourself more with God's heart. And, and I know I'm, I'm, I'm on the soapbox. I'm about to get off. Um, so do we have both the humility and the courage to repent and unlearn and learn something new? I think that takes courage. I'll save the rest of my courage talk for later because that's plenty to hopefully stir something up in you. What do you want to talk about? What do you want to say? What's that stir for you? Michelle? I think you stole my notes from last night. <laughs> I, um, I shared uh, an open evening, an event, um, uh, talking about Courageous Heart. And so, and pretty much along the same lines um, and challenging people to actually look at their past and there's a place where we can, we can choose courage that to start off with, it's not, yeah. it might not be an easy thing to, to face those things that have happened in the past, but um, even a little bit in us a little bit of courage we can take that step and choose it and that's where we that's where we grow in courage it, it sways it goes both ways like we should we act on a little bit of courage and then god gifts us courage in return um and just how jesus modeled courage when he mm -hmm. went to the cross um and that really struck me last night that um what he did in going to the cross we can model that um in the same way like we go to the cross when we're when we need to repent like when there's stuff going on in us and just having the courage following jesus and going to the cross and bringing our burdens or our sin to jesus there but courage is a huge word for me so this is this is great like i will never I'll always need to hear a talk on courage. And so it just, this week, it's been a two days in a row, one that I spoke and now this, it's been, it's kind of obviously God's on my case um, again about that. So, yeah. Thank you, Ken. Yeah, thank you, Michelle. Uh, what, 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 what your comments stir up for me is maybe a little nuance of, of the cross. Jesus ended up at the cross because he took a stand and they, and they attempted to do that because Jesus was courageous to just align with, this is what I'm about. And, and the other, <laughs> the other part, uh, and constantly people tried to distract Jesus with his agenda. Oh no, Jesus, not that come do this. Oh no, Jesus, not that come do this. And Jesus consistently, regularly had the courage to say, I know who I am. I know what I'm about. This is what it is. And I refuse to get distracted. I'm sorry, this stuff doesn't stir me up at all. 
this stirs me up <laughs> courage the whole subject i i think i shared with y'all a couple of weeks back that my stepfather had moved down the street from me mm-hmm. a lot of demons i had to deal with i avoided him for four weeks straight i didn't want to even face him mm-hmm. and i was it took courage to get to get in front of him and i just did this sunday for two hours my husband was with me mm-hmm. it took the courage to, i had i had to speak up and and say i'm not that little girl back here that you can bully and you can tear down anymore this this, mm-hmm. I'm, this is a new me i said but um if you want to see me more often you're gonna have to to, to kind of curb your tongue a little bit but my husband was surprised. I didn't start crying. I didn't shake. I didn't like, you know, when he was getting ugly with me, I just kind of looked at him. Like I I said, I feel sorry for you. Mm -hmm. It took a lot of courage, but it took the faith walking. Mm -hmm. It it took absolutely having the courage to say what was so for me. And that's been hard. I mean, I'm Mm -hmm. 55, but it's taken 55 years Mm -hmm. to to, uh, attack that, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Brenda, that's awesome. Um, yeah, way to go. And, and, uh, and I'm glad you're finding your courage and able to implement it and, and good work. And courage is just hard, right? I mean, every time it, 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 it doesn't seem to get easier. I might get better at it, but it, but I'm not sure I, it gets easier for me. Stir up anything different for anybody or what thoughts do you have? Judith? Yeah, um, we have a, a freshman in the dorm who has made in in two weeks has made some really bad decisions, um, and he's alienated himself from others. He's made enemies on campus. Um, in some ways, he's made a fool of himself. And I had a chat. It's and it's easy. I mean, he's he's said and done some things that, on, on one hand, are almost um, comical. Um, and yet there's a fine line between laughing at something and taking it seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had a chat with my RAs last night because I, I said, he's in my dorm. We're, we need to care for this young man. We need to love him. And I, I joined the RA meeting for a little while just to say, I know it's going to be hard, but we need the courage to be kind and to care for him. Um, when everybody else is doing the mocking and the ridiculing, he needs to have people on his side and we're meant here as the role models. We need to have courage to do that. Um, and, and, and they agreed. I mean, I have a wonderful team of RAs this year, but it's, um, now what, now we've got to put the rubber to the road as it were, um, Mm -hmm. and, and make sure this is what we're doing. Um, it's just, you know, for somebody in two weeks to potentially, affect their entire college reputation mm. um, it's, it's just so sad mm. um, the team and i need to have the courage to be gracious and kind and loving to him we may need to confront him but that can be kind too mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh exactly judith i mean so i i think often we we don't confront or we don't speak truth or we don't uh, say what we need to say because we're afraid. Oh, we're gonna. It, it's going to be unkind, and we're gonna we're going to hurt hurt the person worse. When the truth is, sometimes we need to face the truth, and we need to be told the truth. Yeah. 
Jerry? In my head at times, I associate courage with strength. It is often, probably more often than not, that it is in our it is our weakness. It is in our weakness. It is in the, the, you know, the weeping on the knees. It's in the, the, the struggles that the power within that of knowing that, you know, God is saying, I am here and I am in this walk, walk with me for in your weakness, I am the, the strength that you need. Sometimes I wait for courage, especially in those very difficult situations. I wait or try to conjure up or work up this, this courage and you don't get there by conjuring because as you said, he's already given it to us. We, we need to step into it. And one other thought, when we are to confront someone because I want the result to be good, right? And often it, it isn't. We have no control over the result of that. So it's, it's stepping out and saying, okay, God, I'm going to obey. I'm going to do this. And the result is yours. I can't. I can't do anything else. Courage is tough. It's tough. It is. It is. And and I think um, just moving uh, going on from that, Jerry is sometimes what I found is that you you raise you 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 might find the courage to raise a difficult issue within the family or whatever. But often what happens is it can make the situation worse. Mm -hmm. And what I find is sometimes struggling to make a, a articulate clearly your feelings and what should or should not be done. And the response can often be, well, it's my life. <laughs> what has it got to do with you? Uh, mm -hmm. whereas you are in the same um, sphere, it might be a family member. Um, and that, that's what I find difficult sentences is sometimes I would rather not raise the situation to keep the peace, <laughs> mm -hmm. but it needs to be raised. And um, very much... Uh, link into what you said there uh, earlier, Ken, is having the, the courage is letting go of my need to control mm -hmm. a situation and allowing them to change. And of course, if you've got adult children, they're making their life choices, which may not necessarily equate to your values. Mm -hmm. And uh, so on the one hand, you're raising you, you want to you want the courage to raise the issue, but sometimes that is also coupled with am I the the perception that they may have is that you are wanting to control them and you're thinking, well, they're saying I'm my own agent. That's what I struggle with, you know, in, in, in that way and trying to make a clear articulation mm -hmm. and at the same time saying, Hey, we love you. 
but we don't like what you're doing. <laughs> mm -hmm. And that's uh, that's the issues that 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 I that I find. And sometimes I would rather not raise it and keep the keep the peace, sure. which is which is not necessarily the right thing to do. Uh, yeah, yeah, and and within our faith walking conversations, all of that for me, John, comes under the the conversation of differentiation and allowing adults to be adults. Uh, yeah, it's it's hard. It's challenging. It's it's difficult. I think just one more one more brief point. I think um, one of the things that I've many things, but one of the things that I find particularly helpful with faith walking is often I find that well, it's just this me. Um, it's just this me that's messing up or me in this particular situation. And you find what I'm finding is with the faith walking, particularly the faith walking language, which is used, it enables me to understand, well, this is not just something which I'm wrestling with, but it, it is something which is common to humanity yeah. as a whole. Um, and it's certainly given me a wider, almost like a map to mm -hmm. articulate and at least to have more of an understanding of it. And, I, and for that, I find the faith walking particularly helpful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, John. And Carol, thank you for uh, what you've written. I hope you all will notice in the chat what Carol wrote about finding the courage to ask for help. Um, yeah, we uh, it's so hard. We want we want to totally uh, take care of ourselves, which is important. And we need to learn to take responsibility for ourselves. But there are times when we just need to ask for help. And that takes courage. Tammy? I have a couple of thoughts, as usual. It's never just one. The first is I love that you, I'm not sure if you explicitly said this or if I heard it, that it's a mixture of, that courage is a mixture of God-given and already there within us, as well as something we actively learn and work toward. Um, and have both are important to recognize and own. And I, I imagine that, I'm guessing that your talk stirred up stories in each of us about about times when we have all had to call on courage or pray for courage. I, I did. Um, and without sharing that, which doesn't matter at the moment, um, I found myself looking at each one of you on the Zoom call. And I know just enough about every single person on this Zoom call, just even one thing, one or two things where I know you all have we all have have had to call on that courage and call up. I'm, I'm looking at the faces of just such strong, beautiful, courageous people. And mm -hmm. I'm just so honored to be here rubbing shoulders with y'all and thinking through this, which kind of goes into my second point, <laughs> bad segue, but encouragement. Mm -hmm. um, that has never been on my list of spiritual gifts. But having spent the last decade processing just really, really, really hard stuff from childhood, having had to call on my own courage and healed and pressed through and owning some of that, 
as we all have, how could we not um, infuse that hope and that strength into others, right? Mm -hmm. How could we all yeah. not be um, encouraging others on this journey as, as Michelle shared last night with her Courageous mm -hmm. Hearts talk. Mm -hmm. Once you've lived, it's almost like once you've accepted Jesus, how can you not share Jesus with someone else? And once you've lived through courageous moments and experienced that, how could you not encourage someone else on their journey? Stirred up lots for me, Ken. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you, Tammy, for all of that. Michelle, I saw you had unmuted. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I did something recently, had one of those really hard conversations um, that for me was really courageous. Like mm -hmm. I was asked how I felt and I, and I said how I felt. Um, to then have the other person throw back lots of stuff at me, um, which two, three weeks later, she's still throwing at me um, and really like almost accusing me of saying things that I haven't said. And just to stay open and hold on to the what I be believe and what what was important at the time, the feelings that I had and what I was struggling through, like there was, mm -hmm. it was all to do with trust. And so kind of working through some trust issues, um, the outcome has meant that it's just stirred up even more trust issues in me. Mm -hmm. um, but for the first time, I've not gone back and tried to blend in and bend in to what other people were saying. And I've actually managed to stay in that place that no, this is, this is what's going on in me. This is how I'm feeling. Um, and even though you're seeing it different or you're trying to take away what I've said to you, I'm not, I'm not going to go, I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to change me because of, of what's, what you think. Um, and for me, that's just been like, that's, I can't quite believe, I know that I've done it and I know that I'm walking in that place, but I still have to keep kind of almost like pinching myself and saying like, you, you've done this, like you've stayed who you are. Mm -hmm. This and you've not lost, you've not lost yourself in it. And that's just been like, that's been a walk of courage as much as the, the initial mm -hmm. conversation was. Um, and I'm sure it's going to continue to be a, a walk of courage in that place. Um, yeah. But it just shows how much I've grown in two years of faith walking. Um, I am very different in how I've handled it this time. And so mm. I kind of half want to give myself a pat on the back and encourage my, like even like encourage myself in that, to, like saying to myself, like I deserve, yeah. <laughs> um, which is embarrassing, but like, there's a lot, 
I, I just see myself as being a very different person to what I was mm-hmm. even maybe two three months ago in this mm-hmm. sort of situation and how it's, mm-hmm. it's working out so it's hard work but it's worth it um, yeah Michelle, thank you for sharing that. And it, and it is worth celebrating. I'm reminded. Uh, oh, no, go ahead, Brenda. Something you said last week when you were talking about integrity, when you said, I, I want, I want you to like me, but I don't need you to like me. Mm-hmm. And that has resonated mm-hmm. all ever since I heard that I was like, mm-hmm the more I draw closer to God, the more I draw closer, even in meditation with him and just communication, I realize more and more, you know, no, I don't need the approval of so-and-so and and -and Mm so-and-so. I need his approval. And Mm -hmm. that's, that's where I believe that courage and strength really starts. It starts developing as well. Mm -hmm. Like, like you said, Michelle, you stick to, you stick to who you are, you know, regardless, I'm, I'm facing the same Mm -hmm. thing right now. Mm -hmm. And it, it is hard. It is hard. And it mm-hmm. upsets the whole apple cart, but it's like, it is what it is. I mean, I, I mean, I'm just going to have to deal with it, you know, mm-hmm. they true. Yeah. And yeah. And all of our steps of courage are worth celebrating. Um, it's kind of a tangent, but, but in what you were talking about, Michelle, we are not responsible for the meaning that other people make about us. Um, and it's, it's fascinating to me how people will make meaning about us and then they get stuck in the meaning that they've made. But because it, it's always frustrating for me. One of, this relates to my first formation, relates to one of my vows, all of this. But, but I really get triggered around, well, if I could just help you understand, you'd get it. But when people are making meaning, it doesn't matter how much explanation you do, they don't get it. And it requires challenge, uh, courage to, um, to just keep showing up and being you. It's a great conversation group. Thank you so much. For more information about faith walking, visit www.faithwalking.us. We want to remind you that faith walking exists because of your financial support. Please consider giving at faithwalking.us backslash donate. Thank you for listening.